Masturbating is really important to you. Yeah, it is. It keeps me sane. I'm a good citizen, I'm a good father, I recycle, and I masturbate. And I'm proud of it. And, and God's happy. And later I'm going to masturbate and I'm going to think about you. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, I don't want to be all judgmental, you know, but this is sick. It's sick and wrong. <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes. You listen to the sick or not? The sick and wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. I'm one of your hosts, G. Simon. I am Harrison. Harrison, I uh, just got back from San Francisco. I was in San Francisco over the weekend. I'll alert the media. What do you want from me? Oh, just yeah. telling you. All that's right, where, uh, <laughs> that's where I've been, in case yeah. you're concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want you right. to lose any sleep. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I was in San Francisco. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, what a fucking shithole that city's become. Hmm. Seriously, it's been, you know, it's been a while. I've lived here. I moved to L.A. Hmm. 2011. So, yeah, like seven years. Yeah. Six years. Um but in this time, God, San Francisco's worse now than it was when I lived there. Hmm. I mean, it's always had, had a homeless issue. When I lived there, it had a homeless issue. But now, it's like exacerbated hmm. sevenfold. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is. I was talking to Sleazy Yee about this, and he was like, it's way worse now. Hmm. Right across the street, there's crack dealers and opioids and all these people that's a tent fucking city mm. he's going on and on. I'm like I don't think it's that bad he goes you don't live here mm. and as soon as I got I went there and visiting my sister stayed with my sister hanging on the tenderloin yeah it's fucking gnarly mm. apparently the mayor doesn't want to pay overtime to yeah. the police anymore I'm, I'm not quite sure the particulars of that but that's what uh, Sleazy was saying so the police just don't give a shit yeah, yeah. so the whole tenderloin it's like a tent city now right. <laughs> it's like the whole thing is like a yeah. skid row of L- you know LA is LA is a gnarly skid row yeah, yeah, that, yeah. What, what is that a Wall Street I think Wall Street and mm-hmm. Maple yeah something like that or San Pedro some, mm-hmm. somewhere downtown mm-hmm. but it's tucked away mm-hmm. how often do you ever go there yeah never no, you would no. never go there right. unfortunately San Francisco much smaller city it's pretty much the entire downtown, like the, no, not the financial district as much, but definitely the Tenderloin and the Mission. It's just fucking. It's violent. It's disgusting, and it's yeah. It's like a tent city. Like they they say you can't even walk around, especially not at night. But you, even during the day, you don't want to walk around with your phone out hmm. because they'll someone will come by, grab it out of your hand, and just run. Yeah, and you chase them down, and then you get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> Or uh, I was walking to, um, it was on Monday, I had lunch with a friend, and I was walking up to this record store to see if it was still there. As a matter of fact, it was still there, I was surprised. Mm. And uh, as I was walking up, I was like, oh yeah, I'm walking right by the first apartment I ever had uh, with my girlfriend at the time in San Francisco. It was on uh, 1326 Jesse Street, which mm. was right across the street from like the Power Exchange, which is a like, sex club over there. Yeah. And so I was walking over there, and even back then, Slightly sketchy neighborhood, but not terrible. I mean, once you live in a sketchy neighborhood, you kind of get used to it. So, you know, your perception is a bit skewed. 
But uh, I was walking over there and I'm like, God, there's a lot of tents, <laughs> just tents everywhere on the sidewalk. You're walking around all the tents. And I heard that this apartment, which was a fucking shithole, it was like a one bedroom apartment. It was like 1200 bucks. And this was in like 2001. Um, I heard that they, they sold the building for like $1.2 million. It's like a condo now. And that's really nice. I went over there. Sure. It is a lot nicer. They, they fix up the outside. They fix it up right across the street. Like in the same, because it's like a little alley. So right across, literally across the sidewalk, full on tent city. Hmm. There's like homeless guys. They look like they're having like a party in the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm standing there. I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of this to yeah. send it to my uh, ex-girlfriend to show her. Yeah. Like, wow, this is the old house we lived in. And I look over and there's a guy simultaneously shooting up into his ankle hmm. and shitting on the sidewalk. <laughs> Like at the same time, yeah, multitasking. Your body starts to sync them up after a while, <laughs> like how like how women's periods start to sync up. You just your, shit your and bodily shit up. functions, yeah, they do sync up at the same time. It does happen. God, so. I, was, I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with this city? I, I don't. I would never live there. I identify with that fine man. <laughs> it's yeah, well, you've done that. Do you know that technique? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow, man, yeah, that's, that's good. I like. I, I saw... don't do it out of doors. You know, <laughs> um, I've I've been lucky enough, and I've had the privilege, you might say, in huh? my life to avoid to having to do that a, out of doors. A roof over your head. Yeah, you don't have to do it next to a with dumpster. A f- with a few minor exceptions, maybe. Yeah, you know. But it's it's bizarre though, dude. It's unsettling. You walk around the city. And you see just like obscene wealth hmm. juxtaposed like right next to abject poverty. Like yeah. there, there's like a Tesla. How much are Teslas? Like a hundred grand? Yeah. Something I'm like not that. sure. Anyway, yeah. there's a Tesla parked on the street, like in the like tender knob area, not even tenderloin right across the street. Dude shooting up into his neck. Yeah. You know, and next to a guy smoking crack in their tent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? This yeah. is bizarre. I, you know, I have a theory on that city. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, but I think this is what's going to happen. They can't deal with the homeless issue. It's an epidemic. I think the cops don't want to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think the city doesn't know what to do about it. And so they're just going to let it get worse and worse until the white people, and the wealth, not even just white people, the, the wealthy elites, the, 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 the guys that own all those tech companies, start moving upwards so it's, there's going to be a sky city of all the wealthy people, and just the ingrates and the inebriates and the drug addicts are all going to be below on the street. That's like every cyberpunk story. Fucking neuromancers <laughs> like that. Yeah, Blade Shadow, Runner. Shadowrun is like Shadow that. Shadowrun, yeah, it's exactly. because you're running around in the shadows because all the corporations and the people live up in the building, so everything's shadowed. It's already like that. If you yeah. go down and see where like Twitter's yeah. towers are, the yeah. Twitter towers yeah. and like Zendesk and all these companies, yeah. they don't go downstairs mm. to street level to walk mm. between buildings. They have these sky corridors. <laughs> and so I think what's going to end up happening, it's like all the lofts and the condos are going to be like up in the air. There's going to be flying Uber cabs. Mm. And then just no one ever goes to the ground mm. unless you have to. Also in Shadowrun... Um, your strip club would have a troll bouncer and Native Americans would own the entire Pacific Northwest. So I hope, okay, well, I hope I everybody's ready for that. I hope you're ready. Get I, ready. I'm not sure Native Americans are going to end up owning San okay. Francisco, but maybe. You know, I yeah. mean, that's that's a stretch. But yeah, Oregon. Mark you know. my words, people. By 2050, San Francisco will be a sky city. 
There'll be a sky city, and uh, the whole un- the whole street level will just be overrun by the homeless. Sky captain in the world of tomorrow. That's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. But uh, so I got to see my brother. I haven't seen him in a while. Didn't make it over to his house. He's always trying to be like, dude, come to my house. I got like a 90-inch television that's like 4K plasma. And what you the can- funk wagon? It's... He's got like a studio apartment, mm. no windows, just smells like cigarettes and semen. And it's just like one whole wall is a TV. And yeah. he's just sitting there like, you know, high as fuck playing video games. And every new video game that comes out, I didn't get to make it that over there. That sounds like fucking heaven, honestly, to me. That sounds like the best thing yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how my brother... Well, yeah. right now, it's, so as it turns out, I didn't get to go over to his apartment. I, I, I'm drooling. I'm I, drooling right now. I did I, have dinner yeah. with him. Yeah, the, the semen part sounds right. really yeah, appealing. Yeah. Mm. I did have dinner with him, but I, I didn't get to go make it to his house. <laughs> turns out on Monday, yeah. I get a call from his sister. She's like, Jeff's in the emergency room. Mm. It's like, whoa, what's going on? His appendix burst. Ooh. You ever okay. had that? You ever no. had appendix? I don't know no. anyone that's had that done. No, I hope to not have that happen. Apparently, it's like he said he woke up with a, a gnarly stomach ache, mm. and he was just like, "Yeah, it just it just fucking hurt," and I took mm. like pentobismol. It was just really painful, mm. and he's like, and then. I went and got Chipotle. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you went and got Chipotle? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was hungry. I'm like, you're st- you're in p- excruciating pain yeah. from your stomach, and you go out and you get Chipotle. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. That's was- like total, total <laughs> fat guy stuff. <laughs> no, I know. I've exactly. a fat guy. It's totally, yeah. But I mean, if my stomach's hurting, yeah. I'm not going out and getting like fucking I'm going to order some buffalo wings from Domino's. <laughs> so anyway, he yeah. goes against Chipotle. Cheesy bread. And then he said like an hour after eating it, he said he was just like keeled over. Like he couldn't mm. even walk. And he's like, mm. you know, I might go see a doctor. Mm. And so then he calls up Kaiser. He goes to the hospital or he goes to Kaiser. And the doctor's like... Mm. Yeah, you're appendic- you have a you know severe appendicitis. You need to go to the emergency room now. We need mm. to operate. He's like, Well, I just mm. ate Chipotle and they're just like All right, well now we gotta wait twelve hours. Mm. So he's just sitting in the emergency room and uh I guess they gave him a lot of morphine, so he was happy about that. Mm. And uh, yeah, at three AM he had his appendix taken out. Okay. So um, which is that means a fairly common procedure. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh I But faced- it already burst before he it got taken out. I think it was about to burst. Oh, okay, it okay. didn't. His appendix didn't burst. He yeah. had appendicitis, but it was yeah. about to burst. Okay, okay. So they got it. You know, they and they they were monitoring him. Because what happens when it bursts? I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. It's just. I think you run the risk of a serious infection or something. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah what? If, I mean, isn't a vestigial organ like? What do you even use your appendix yeah, for? No one knows. I'm sure somebody knows, but. It might it's have old. been something that, yeah, when we were like right. tadpoles or yeah. something, or amphibious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe, maybe it was worthwhile then or something. But anyway, he now, he's just like, I, I was like, oh, what are you doing? He goes, I'm just hopped up on like fucking, I think he's taking painkillers. And he's just like, just playing video games, got mm-hmm. the new Assassin's Creed and all this. So he's just sitting in his room, dark room. Yeah. Um, just high on painkillers for the next two weeks playing mm-hmm. video games. And I was just like, wow, that must be your wet dream. Yeah. You know, a 90 fucking inch TV. But dude, this whole thing's got me all freaked out. Like, uh, I was talking to another buddy of mine. Just got testicular cancer. Guy's my age. Yeah. No roommate in college. It happens. To say, do you, th- dude, what the fuck? I was like, how do you yeah. know if you have it? 
And he's like, you don't. He's like, I just yeah. noticed I woke up one day and my balls hurt. Yeah. He's like, it was like, I, I was like, like how bad? Like, you know, like a ball tap or mm. a kick in the nuts. He's like, yeah, it felt like I kick in the nuts. Oof. He's like, so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll go get it checked out. <laughs> and he went in and got checked out and they were like, you need to do yeah. a scrotal, like a scrotal scan, yeah. like an ultrasound for your scrotum. A scrot smear. A scrot smear. Yeah, and so okay. uh, they looked, he had like a tumor on his ball, and they just fucking, and like, yeah, like a few days later, he went in, <laughs> surgery, they cut into your abdomen, just ripped the whole nut out. Yeah. And so I was like, well, dude, did you get like, mm. a, like an implant or something mm. in there? Because, I mean, would you get an implant, or would you just have one ball? I just have one ball. That's what he did. Yeah. He's like, yeah, why, why do you need an implant? Weigh you down less, you know. He also yeah. said foreign objects in the body. But, mm -hmm. dude, I'm convinced I have testicular cancer now. Right. I am. I'm, I'm freaking out about it. Yeah. So I made an uh, appointment to get a physical. Yeah. When was the last time you were with a doctor? Like a real doctor? Define a real doctor. <laughs> no, like a, like a general <laughs> physician. Um, I think that was like probably early, earlier this year. Dude, I haven't been to a doctor in three years. When I had a weird medical scare. I haven't been to a doctor in three years. Oh, yeah, I okay. remember your scare. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to talk about that here. <laughs> but uh, I haven't been to a doctor in three years, so I'm like, you know, and uh, yeah. everyone's telling me, like, well, you know, you're over 40. Hmm. So now I made, a, I made an appointment, and they're like, okay, well, we'll schedule you for the prostate exam. And I was like, hmm. I got to do that now? Yeah. Have you, had, you haven't had to do that yet, have you? Well, it's after 40, right? You haven't had to do it. I mean, yeah, just, I'm sure right. you might have done it just... I mean, some ladies have done some things. Yeah. So, you, know. <laughs> you might have paid a couple... Uh, Along with some other uh, people. Street workers to do it. But, right. Yeah, but uh, I was just kind of like, wow, so now I got to go in, get my balls checked, and get a finger in my ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. But I'm, I'm a little paranoid now. Hmm. I might have to get a ball removed. Right. You don't even know if it's like usually the doctor. You said, only need one, apparently. But that really, you can still. Yeah. Improve, well, I guess. Uh, you know, so, I, this is what Tom Green said. Girl. Really, you know? just need one ball. Yeah, you just need one. Oh yeah, that guy had his yeah, ball removed. He did, yeah. Well, hopefully, I don't have it. Hmm. I, I'm just kind of worried about it because, you know, I get one ball removed. Hmm. I have like, well, it's like half a sack. You know, like it's a one. You're one nut. You're yeah. one nut. When I expose myself to a woman in public and I start masturbating, <laughs> is she going to look at me and be like, dude, you only have one ball? Yeah. I'm half as intimidated. Right, yeah. You know, like, my, I'm a powerful podcast producer. When I, get a, when I get an intern in here on the show and I corner mm -hmm. her mm -hmm. in the hallway and I pull my dick out and start masturbating, is she going to look at me like, dude, you're missing a nut? <laughs> Look, you want us to do this? You want us to interview you about your alien sex cult or not? All right, sit there. Look at it. You got one ball. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, I mean, it doesn't bother you when I. I mean, it doesn't really bother me or you when I masturbate in front of you during the while we do the podcast. I do feel harassed, actually. Oh, okay. I, I posted. I don't know if you saw my Me Too post I on did, the, the Facebook group, yeah. but I'm saying on a constant. Day, like a weekly basis, I'm mm. harassed. Um, speaking of masturbation, though, God, there's been a lot of uh, masturbation news this past week. <laughs> Louis C.K. Yeah. Louis C.K. Who would have thought Louis C.K. would be capable of that? <laughs> uh, it's kind of been a thing. 
I know. Yeah. But everyone's well, like... Nora told me about it like six months ago. I I heard about it like yeah, two yeah, years ago. Yeah, Was yeah. It, wasn't this like in the news? It was a blind item that in... Uh, yeah, you, you know what? You're right. It was a blind item in like Gawker that was... Gawker in like 2012. And then they were like, yeah, it's Louis C.K. Because whenever there's a blind item, it used to be Gawker, you just look in the comments and somebody's like, yeah, it's this guy. Well, yeah. didn't someone at first... Like a female comedian accused... I think it accused Louis... Or accused a A-lister mm. comedian of masturbating in front of her. Right. And everyone's like, oh my God, who could it be? Who could it be? And then uh, everyone assumed it was Louis C.K. for mm. some reason. Mm. But then Doug Stanhope took credit for it. Right. And I don't know if Doug Stanhope was just being a, a jokester mm. or, or if he was serious about it. Because I'm not sure if he's the type that master. He doesn't seem like the type that would do it. However, he's also like kind of an alcoholic. So maybe. And he's also kind of an irredeemable person. So nobody, like if he did it. He's a dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's a dirtbag. He's not going to really affect his career. The people who like to go see him aren't going to give a fuck, you know. So it's like whatever. Whereas Louis C.K. is kind of a figure that's become a cultural arbiter. Yeah, and and you know me, I hate when people look to comedians for cultural significance. It fucking pisses me off, right? You know me. I've talked about this. I've exactly. I mean, it's like he's no Noam Chomsky. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when you put yourself in that, he's put himself in that position where he's like, I'm the new Woody Allen. You know what I mean? And well, okay, that's bad well, example. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I definitely think yeah. he uh, is influenced by Woody sure, Allen yeah, a bit. Yeah. Maybe inspired. We'll say inspired. Right. But no, that's true, though. I mean, mm. he is, he's definitely like put himself in this position. I mean, mm. he's an A list comedian, everybody. Mm. And, you know, I mean, he's on like the Tonight Show. Mm. He's as big as Seinfeld. Right. Would you say? Yes. Like, yeah, he is. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, is the guy's got some deep seated issues. Sure. You know, and now it's like it's come out where there's like mm. been several, several women. I think actually yeah. multiple women have come forward and said, one girl said he was like, she's talking to him on the phone. Yeah. He's just, she can hear something. And she's like, are you yeah. masturbating? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I have issues. Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, no, he, yeah, he said, that's what he would say a lot. I guess he also said that he approached some woman who was a producer, when he worked on the Chris Rock show, a woman who was a producer, and he was like, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? And she's like, what? And he's like, sorry, I have issues. And it's like, yeah, you're a stand-up comedian. They all, every, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a reason why you're standing up there. Every single fucking person, you know, instead of comedy has issues. What, what the fuck kind of excuse is that? Stupid. But I think he also kind of justified or at mm. least rationalized it mm. in his mind because mm. he was like, I asked first, mm. you know, and I think, so did you see his apology? I that, did, yeah. I guess he's being yeah. lambasted across the internet for that. I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of the guy. I thought it was an all right apology, you know? It was thought, it was thought, he put some thought into it. It wasn't a non-apology. He tried to make himself look sympathetic, but who the fuck wouldn't? Well, that's you know? the problem I think a lot of women have yeah. with this, because I've seen enough these Facebook yeah. posts of uh, yeah. some, some website. It wasn't Jezebel, but it was a yeah. similar website that yeah. posted like, here's a edited apology of right. how it should actually look. And okay. it's just like you went through and like a... And like yeah. completely edited and added all these statements to make it a real apology. Yeah. But you know, the fact of the matter is he did say, you know, like yeah. at the time I, yeah. you know, I asked and they, I thought that was okay. But yeah. then I realized that it's a powered position thing. And yeah. now I realize what I did was wrong and put these women in like a, a, a horrible position. But his entire shtick is to be like, 
he's an asshole who tries to make himself sympathetic. You know, like that's his entire stupid just FX shameful. show. Like his entire just, FX show is just yeah. like he's a dick, but like it's done in such a way to make him look sympathetic or whatever. Well, you, you look know? at him, you're just like, yeah, yeah it's just, I'd expect this behavior from you because you're just yeah. kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. and you're depressing in his show. But dude, now the guy's, uh, you know, his show's canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not going to do that. And he had that movie called uh, I Love You, Daddy, which right. was... <laughs> <laughs> kind of seemed like a tribute to Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also yeah. kind of a tribute to like Nabokov and like, you know, yeah. Polita and all that. But it's yeah. pretty weird. It was like about a a TV radio ex- or TV executive mm. or TV writer who started dating a 17-year-old actress. Or no, no, no. A TV actress. writer who... Or whose daughter who started dating. Whose daughter started dating a Woody Allen figure played by John Malkovich. Yeah. And also the TV executives is, is fucking a pregnant woman to give her advancement in her career in comedy or something. Were you saying that there's a scene with Charlie Day? Charlie Day <laughs> masturbates in front of Edie Falco. There's a scene. <laughs> yeah, that, it almost yeah. sounds like he's and making you know, a confession through film. I don't know. Yeah, and he directed it. So he's there. He's yeah. Like, yeah. So I want you to, you know. Although... I don't know. If I could choose any guy to masturbate in front of me, Charlie Day would probably be the most hilarious guy to do it. <laughs> He'd probably be really fucking funny about it, you know? I just wonder what yeah. he would say. He would yeah. be saying some funny things yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why you're making me do this. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. do it, but yeah. you're making me do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's as hard as on me as it, as it is on you. Yeah. Uh, you know, Danny DeVito would be good, too. Yeah, be yeah he'd, he'd be good one, yeah. Yeah, I think both of those yeah. guys, maybe at the same time. <laughs> Um, he's he's at the breakfast table and uh some girl that he's like fucking at the time is sitting next to him and she's giving him a hand job under the table he's like now you're just mashing it (laughs) (laughs) was that in taxi Uh, yes it was in taxi (laughs) yeah latka was giving him a hand job job? yeah yeah god harrison's taxi wet dreams again Uh, god (laughs) Don't even tell him about the Tony Danza one. No. Um, but yeah, so anyways, it's been in the news. A lot of powerful men masturbating in front of a lot of intimidated women. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now you have all these experts weighing in on it by trying to understand the bizarre secret behavior mm-hmm. of masturbation. Mm-hmm. And so um, th- this one article I read, I, I forget where this, oh, this is in The Wrap. The rap. That's the website I found this in. Okay. Said powerful men forcing women to watch the masturbate is a recurring a recurring accusation made against disgraced Hollywood players like Louis C.K., Harvey Weinstein, producer Brett Ratner, and director James Toback. Mm. I'm not quite familiar with Toback. No idea who the fuck did a that movie is. called Black and White. I guess he's a real asshole. Okay. But Brett Ratner, God, fuck that, that guy. That fucking fuck face. Oh, that guy's the worst. Such a douche. He's the worst. But so. Reading about all these and the the charges, Weinstein in particular, I kind of have a hard time. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Louis C.K. Guy's a fucking deviant, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't think he's as much of a predator. If you look at the the rape hierarchy, I think he's a little bit lower than Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Weinstein forcibly penetrated women. You didn't see Louis C.K. doing that. Right. Lucy K. Brett, uh, I think it was Toback actually ejaculated on women. Right now, I think that that's a difference too. I mean, right. Louis C.K. 
I think he has like impulse control issues. I think the guy's a deviant. Mm-hmm. I think he gets off on the exhibitionist aspect of it, mm-hmm. but he also has his impulse control issues. And I think a lot of these, a lot of people are also saying like, well, why is a woman alone with him? Why would she put, her, put herself in this vulnerable position? It's like, well, come on. Yeah. You know, you're aspiring stand-up, an A-lister comedian's like, hey, you know, I, I want to talk to you mm-hmm. about this idea you have or whatever. Come up to my hotel room. You go up there and then he asks you, hey, you mind if I masturbate? Right, yeah. I mean, the, my first reaction is I'd pull out my phone and videotape it because yeah. you'd make some money selling that to TMZ. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that, that also causes a lot of coordination issues. You got to pull it out and open yeah. it up and all that. But anyway, I think a lot of these women are just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? This is ridiculous. Mm. But he's sitting there in front of you jacking off. Mm. Yeah, it would be weird. Mm. But at the same time, He's not like mm-hmm. Weinstein, you know, raping you mm-hmm. or fucking toe back jacking off on your head. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just doing it like in the hallway in front of you. Yeah. Not trying to justify or defend him in any way. I'm just saying I wouldn't put him in the Weinstein category. The conflating these different types of offenses as the, all the same, I think is problematic. I'm not about to get into a fucking discussion about that. <laughs> well that's the thing I, i'm not victim blaming in yeah, any way yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm also not trying to defend him i hope to one day have sex with women you know <laughs> so like I, i'm not gonna get into that discussion but Sorry. it but i mean it is fucking weird yeah. and that's the thing to whip your penis out and masturbate it's problematic and inappropriate in every single realm mm. you can imagine mm. and i think a lot of these people are trying to figure out like why why does this happen and, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying it's a passive yet active, aggressive way of asserting one's dominance and sexuality over another person. Hmm. You know, um, okay. this is a doctor here, Natalie Goldberg. She was saying that the witness is caught in a moment of powerlessness. Someone else's sexuality is being forced on them. So uh, they, they use an example here. So Olivia Munn. You know who she is, obviously. Uh, She recalled an instance with Brett Ratner when he masturbated in front of her with shrimp cocktail in one hand. Which, if you ask me, that requires a little bit of skill. I mean, he's balancing a shrimp cocktail and Mm. still able to ejaculate to completion. I don't like when people hold shrimp cocktails. (laughs) I have a problem with that. (laughs) Would you you just like it when they just grab a shrimp? Just grab a shrimp. Put it down on a table. Hold it like it's a drink. It makes you look like an idiot. <laughs> Especially when you got your dick in your other hand. Well, that, that's you know? the thing. He's got his dick in his other hand. Mm. And he's holding... But, I mean, he's probably got it in, like, a martini glass or something. Mm. I mean, do you think he's holding a whole tray of shrimp cocktail? I mean, it's probably in, like, a martini glass. Still. It's still... I don't <laughs> like that. I don't, it's not a drink. I know it's called a shrimp cocktail. Just don't. Don't do it. Is there anything that they're allowed to hold? Like, what about like a champagne glass or something, or like a forty ounce? Like a cell phone. Like a cell phone would be fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Checking the news. A feather. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she said, <laughs> "You should have seen that look, people." Mm. Hopefully, he's videotaping this. Um, they, actually, the. <laughs> The camera just got off. The SD card, yeah, ran out. God damn it. Uh, So Olivia Munn says, before I literally could even figure out where to escape or where to look, he just ejaculated. Mm. 
Uh, she had been asked to drop some food off at the director's trailer and didn't even know he would be there. Mm. He just kind of surprised her doing that. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so Toback actually um, has been accused of masturbating and ejaculating several women, women as well. So, I mean, it's just, I think guys like that, like Toback, I think Ratner, I think uh, Weinstein, definitely get off on the powerlessness and the, the fear mm. that these women have. Um, but I don't know if C.K., Louis C.K., I don't know if he's... I mean, the fact that he, like... I, I feel like he's got this impulse to do it, and he can't mm. control it. And I think it's like... I think if that dude... Look at Anthony Weiner kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I, I think, yeah. like, a guy like uh, mm. like Louis C.K. could go to a sexual treatment center, like mm. like they all do whenever they're convicted right, of this, yeah. and actually maybe maybe achieve mm. some benefits from it. I think mm. he could be counseled and maybe be able to control it. I think Weinstein and Ratner and all those guys mm. would just treat it as a joke because this is what gets them off. Right, yeah. You know, they like dominating women. They like intimidating women and pulling out their dick and doing that because they're powerful people. I think Harvey Weinstein would beat the off. fuck out of his therapist. <laughs> he has like anger. You know, he's a violent motherfucker. They do. Yeah. Um... But, well, so this uh, this uh, clinical director here for the Center of Healthy Sex, her name's Alexandra Kachakis, she says that with um, with Louis C.K., she feels that the uh, it's a man who has issues with women where he feels sexually inadequate. Hmm. And so with him, um, he's like, you know, sit telling the, the women right from the get-go, like, I have issues, and this hmm. is why I'm doing this. Hmm. As if this is a way to get them to be like, okay, don't worry about it. Just masturbate in front of me. Yeah. So w rather than, I think, intimidating him and forcing them to, uh, you know, to watch, his, watch him ejaculate, I mm. think he's trying to like, yeah, get some kind of sympathy. Okay. Like garner some sympathy for, for this because he has issues. Yeah. But in the end, you know, the motives may vary for the lewd act, but the outcome's the same for the victim. Right, yeah. You know, it's like you just had to watch some fucking mm. dude jack off. Yeah. You know? At best, it's annoying, you know? At worst, it's horrifying. Well, know? I wonder, like, most... I mean, think yeah. about a lot of women that you know, and you know a lot of female comics, yeah. too. And just, yeah. I mean, do you think a lot of women would be like, that's it, I'm done with comedy forever. You just like, I am traumatized. I just mm -hmm. saw Louis C.K.'s dick. Or do you think a lot of them would be able to be like, yeah, it was fucking weird. Mm -hmm. And now I got a whole 15 minute stand up act about it. I think a lot of the women I know, I don't think they'd be traumatized by it just because they're, a lot of the women I know tend to be like fucking pretty tough motherfuckers. But um, I could definitely see, like I could see if it were me, and I was like, yeah, I like this guy, meet the thing. And then and then I have to sit there and watch him masturbate. I could be like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. Not because I'm traumatized, just because it's like, it would turn me off to the whole, th I'd be like, you know, you know sometimes when you almost get turned off the entire entertainment industry because something is so fucking shitty and stupid. And you're just like, fuck this. Dude, I yeah. don't want to run for politics anymore after yeah. Trump got elected. Yeah. <laughs> So let's say you're a page you, boy. You had a promising congressional <laughs> career, too. It's a shame. Let's say you're a page boy on House yeah. of Cards. Right, yeah. And uh, Kevin Spacey calls you over to his trailer yeah. to give him, like, I don't know, a uh, Starbucks or something. Mm. You go over there, and uh, he whips his dick out. 
I'm not a good example. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't get a lot of unwanted attention. So the times I do get unwanted attention, I'm kind of like, oh, it's nice. You know, <laughs> you feel special. Yeah, I do feel yeah. a little special. I like. I mean, you see me. I get death threats from people, and I'm kind of like, I blush hey. a little bit. You know, I, you, you take AIDS, you make it into lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the bright side, an yeah. optimist over here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I would be like, guys, Kevin Spacey masturbated in front. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> It's crazy. But I mean, like how many men in Hollywood is he masturbating you know, in front of? Not that many. But it's like, I also, you know, somebody, you know, I don't know, a woman or something who has a Louis C.K. masturbate in front of her. She's probably also had at least two guys masturbate in front of her on the subway or something. You know what I mean? I think it gets, it, you get to a breaking point. Well, that, that's the thing, too. You know? I think a, a lot of women here, like, yeah. you know, just just in general just in the entertainment industry have had to face that so mm. it's just like now another guy that you thought was cool yeah whipping his dick out and doing it too it's like great mm. it's like god do i always have to see these penises right yeah it's got to be demoralizing yep. so but hey maybe it's better than working at like a bank or something <laughs> you know fucking wells Probably. fargo yeah yeah Anyway, uh, people's episode 609 here is sick and wrong. We have news coming up next. And then after that, we have some phone calls. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. The first story we got here uh, has to do with that that uh, college student who was like contaminating her roommate's belongings. Did you hear about this? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So Hartford student uh, charged after boasting about contaminating roommates belongings. So she was a student at the university of Hartford in Connecticut. She mm. was charged with criminal mischief and expelled from the school after boasting on Instagram mm. about contaminating her roommate's toothbrush, face lotion, and other belongings in an effort to drive her from the room. Mm. But the reason this story became so viral is because Brianna Brochu, who's 18, mm -hmm. who's the contaminator, yeah. she's white, and the contaminatee, Miss um, uh, Chanel Rao, is black. Okay. So it's a racist issue. Well, a racial issue. Well, it's a racial issue. Well, let's not jump the gun and say that right away. You find out it's a racial issue. Well, you find out it's a racial issue after she makes a post in which she... Just uh, them being different races. Well, okay. okay. all right. That, that doesn't make it a racial yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes this a racial issue yeah. is that uh, yeah. after she, after the, the, her roommate, yeah. the, uh, the black roommate, Chanel Rowe, had left the room and left, she okay. boasted on Instagram that she had yeah. rid herself of her dorm roommate, whom she referred to as Jamaican Barbie. Right. See, that's what That's racist. It. I don't want to get into our whole trap reaction videos argument again. That is what makes it racist. Jamaican you know? Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is actually White what... White people can have opinions about hip-hop, everybody. 
Well, right? th- th- this, this <laughs> is the other separate thing. issue, but okay. Well, this is, this is the yeah. thing. Yeah. You can do what you will to your right. roommate. You're yeah. a fucking asshole for doing yeah. this. But uh, whatever she did, she terrorized her roommate, made her leave the room mm. and, and uh, transfer. Um, but then she goes and gloats on Instagram and posts something like this. After one and a half months spitting in her coconut oil, putting moldy clam dip in her lotion, rubbing used tampons on her backpack, mm. and putting her toothbrush places where the sun doesn't shine, mm. and so much more, I can finally say goodbye to Jamaican Barbie. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. You fucking idiot. Do you think nobody's going to notice that? This Generation Z, you know, they don't, they don't care, Are they oblivious, man. though? Yeah, they don't know. I mean, she posted this for yeah. the world to see on Instagram. Mm. All the all uh, Ms. Rose's friends have yeah. to do is go on Instagram, look up her account, and be like, hey, check mm. this out. Mm. You don't know why you've been sick the past few months? Because your roommate's been sticking your toothbrush up her asshole. Yeah. Look, I, I will say, it is hard to, to, to mount a long-term elaborate revenge campaign without bragging about it. It's difficult to do. Brag about it in person to friends. Yeah. You know, maybe talk on the phone. Don't post about it. My revenge is complete. Mm. Let me tell you every aspect of it. My freshman year, Mm. I had a terrible roommate. Yeah. It was like three of us in this one tiny room in the University of Michigan. It was awful. me and my one roommate actually are still friends to this day. He's the guy that lost his nut, mm. the testicular cancer. But the other guy was from like the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Like Upper Peninsula of Michigan is like basically Canada. He's closer to Wisconsin than he was to Michigan. Okay. I don't even remember his real name. I called him Ernest because he looked like Ernest. Okay. He looked like Jim Varney. Yeah. And he was just a hick. And, you know, he actually told me um, when I first met him, I remember like they, they moved in and I don't, I'm not quite sure... If uh, on the roommate forms, if it said your creed, but mm. I think I, I don't know. Somehow, somehow he knew I was Jewish. Maybe mm. I don't know. Maybe I told. I, I never met the guy, but his parents were staring at me, staring at me the mm. whole time. And I, I had moved in there first, and so then I asked him. I was like, "Whoa!" And they were kind of weird. Like I remember yeah. they shook my hand, but they very like tentatively shook my like you know hesitantly. They were just yeah. like, uh, "Okay." And then I, afterwards, I was just like. Your parents seem kind of freaked out. They've been in Ann Arbor before. He's like, "Oh well, they never met a Jew before." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Really?" I was like, "You never had any Jewish kids in your high school?" He's like, yeah. "No." I was mm. like, "Do you have any black kids?" He's mm. like, "There was a black family about forty-five minutes away." And I'm like, mm. "That's even weirder <laughs> that you'd know that." Like that's just weird. There were tours that would drive out to see, yeah, them, to see the house. one black family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, if, had you told me that, I would have, I would have put on like a fake pair of horns yeah. or something. You know, I mean. Yeah. At least, like, played up the part. Done the Russian dance, you know. But this, sang some fiddler on the roof, whatever. <laughs> something. Yeah, Jesus. This guy was just the worst roommate ever. Mm. He, uh, he, he would say, he liked it really, I guess maybe in the UP, that's what they do, because it's so cold up there. Mm. I mean, it's like negative 20. They keep it really warm in the rooms. So they could just walk around their underwear. Mm. So this fucking fat ass would just walk around in his underwear. And uh, then Tiny he would, ladies. like, uh, boxer shorts. Okay, all right. The goofy least, boxer shorts. Yeah. And then he um he he did crew like you know the they rode boats boat, oh yeah, yeah they sure. crew they had to be up at like five o'clock in the morning for Ooh, that so the yeah. dude went to bed at like nine yeah 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 and so uh, we you know we'd hang out in the room one time we were smoking weed in the room and he told on us mm. he actually reported us to the uh, RA and so me mm. and my other roommate almost got like booted out of the dorms for that mm. so after that it was full out war yeah um 
the kid ended up transferring after the first semester. I don't want to go into details about this, but I didn't put his toothbrush up my asshole. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah, all right. Much more like uh, our revenge was much more clever than that. Hmm. Still worked though. He probably um, spit on your yarmulke though. Who knows? He probably yeah, did yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. He must stuck that up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so on Wednesday, the police department said it'd be requesting that Miss Brochu be charged with intimidation based on bigotry or bias, which is a felony. The university also announced that she was no longer a student there. She had been expelled. Miss hmm. uh, Rao, um, the victim here, is a freshman at the university, described her roommate's hmm. behavior in a Facebook video. Uh, she accused the school of attempting to keep the whole episode quiet. Hmm. Which I could probably see. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing for the university. I bet you they're like, oh, you know, let's just kind of keep this on the table. We'll give you a year of free tuition. Probably not. They're probably like, here are some free textbooks. I'll be honest with you. The idea of Jamaican Barbie is really starting to turn me on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's racist. And a new fetish is Yeah, there you go. You know? Um, she said that the revelations posted on Instagram as she was moving out. So she had been moving out when she saw this Instagram post, Mm. had helped explain why she had been sick early in the school year, suffering from extreme throat pain that eventually made it difficult to sleep (laughs) or speak. But yeah, you probably had feces on the vocal cords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can harm the speech patterns. Yeah. Uh, She said that uh, Miss Brochu had been placed, they'd been placed together randomly. So Mm. she kind of went in blind. That's Mm. who she was assigned as a roommate. And that their relationship mm. had been tense. So that, that was the same thing. Like, we mm. had been placed with Ernest just randomly. You just kind of went in. Mm. That, that was the one thing about going to college. I don't know. It probably, maybe it was like this for you at NYU. There were a number of people from my high school that were going to the same college as me. But mm. I was like, I don't want to fucking room with you people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I had to go to high school with you for four years. I'd rather go in blind, see if I could meet some new people. So it turned out the one guy was pretty cool. The other one was just an asshole. Mm. So, I mean, I think it happens. I remember, um, so my mm. freshman year, I lived at a, a dorm called West, or East Quad in, uh, in Ann Arbor. But there's this dorm called South Quad, which is where all the athletes lived. It was like the athlete storm. Yeah. And so a good friend of mine that I had in a bunch of classes, he was like kind of like an indie rocker dude. Kind of like, uh, you know, the type in the 90s. They're into Sebado and guided pavement. Guided by voices. Guided by voices. Yeah, he yeah. was kind of like that. He was in a couple bands. Yeah. We became friends. We'd hang out. This dude also went in blind mm. and had two football play- black football players as mm. his roommate. And it wasn't like they were dicks to him, but they were just like, we don't give a shit about you fucking yeah. wimpy white kid. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? It's like, and, and so I remember he would be, he would call us up or, and uh, or come over and be like, hey, dude, you mind if I crash you? And I was like, why? He's like, well, they're having a party and they're, they're like fucking on my bed. Mm. I'm just like, oh, really? Mm. I was like, that sucks. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I can't really do anything. And he mm. was cool about it. I mean, mm. he wasn't like calling the RA and, and mm. reporting them or anything. But yeah, they, I remember going over there one time and it's just like, a bunch of big football player dudes just sitting around like playing cards and drinking 40s. Yeah. And like, they just kind of look at him like, what you want? He's like, I'm just getting my uh, toothbrush over here. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I imagine this happens. Mm. However, uh, the, what, this, what this girl did to, the, did to her roommate that was uncalled for. Mm. So, um, yeah, as she was in the process of moving, uh, some residents approached her about the posts that, that, that she had made on uh, social media. They included pictures that she had posted to her Instagram, pictures mm. of the blood stains from the tampons on this girl's backpack. Mm. And then videos of her eating. And then there are comments under the videos that suggested that the utensils she had used had been using were contaminated. Could you imagine? 
Wow. Just Did, documenting the evidence. You know? yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think personally, if this is my roommate, mm. I would have a hard time. I would definitely go to the police, but I would yeah. have a hard time not getting back at her. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would try to have to practice restraint here because it's worse that she's going to get expelled. Yeah, I think exp- well, I think expulsion and uh, criminal charges are, you know. Yeah, it's, it's good revenge. It's good. Would you personally want to get revenge here? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a vindictive type. Like, I feel if I could, like that's worse than anything I could come up with, you know? Yeah, yeah, if I get spurned, I mean, I think I would, I think I would like, you know what I'd probably do? Mm. I'd probably sue her for like civil liability yeah. like, or something. You That'd go, be a good like, idea. Just, yeah. You know, nail in the coffin kind of thing. So uh, Miss Brochu had already been charged by the time that uh, the videos had been posted. And, uh, but Miss Rowe expressed frustration that it had taken so long for the mm. girl to be punished. Uh, she said that school authorities had told her if she spoke out about the situation, she could be removed from her campus residence. <laughs> so she said that uh, that they've been trying to suppress her yeah. and that, that race had been a factor in the school's response. Yeah. You know, I got to say, she's. I, th- I think I would go that route, too. I would yeah. be playing the race card here because now you could sue the it's university. The great, it's just such a loss. Oof. Perfect opportunity. Perfect sue setup. Sue the university. God, yeah. think how much money the university has. Yeah. And they're not going to go to Take court. A fucking slow ball lobbed over fucking home plate, you know? Dude, Boom. they're not going to go to court. They're going to settle. Out of the park. They're Done going to deal. settle. Yeah. Get your $100,000 settlement, $200,000 settlement, go to a different university. Yeah, yeah. You Boom. Know? Boom, boom, boom. What Guys. was the university in the, the Cosby show, the, the black university? I forget. I think it was called Hillman or something. Was it the one, was it the same one from a different world? I don't, yeah, was it? I think okay. that was a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, was it? Is that a real university? Come to think of it, I don't, I don't know. know. It was just like this one black university where all the black yeah. people go there. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. Yeah, and you got five hundred grand or whatever. Yeah, it's awesome. In fact, fuck college. Mm. Just get the money and just like hang out. I didn't know you were such a racial separatist. Wow. No, I'm just saying. If I was huh. this girl Shots. after experiencing such trauma. Yeah. I would probably sue that fucking racist university and then yeah. take my money and either, yeah, I mean, I guess you don't have to go to a black university. I would just be like, fuck universities. Mm. I on. have 500 grand. Hold on, I'm tweeting about this. Um, <clears throat> tag D Simon 666, racial separatist? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> tweet. That, now that's an incendiary tweet. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to cause some controversy. There you go. Um, so, why? Uh, so if uh, she claims here, if the race roles were reversed, mm. I feel like this would have gone a different route. You know, I wonder about that. I wonder about that too. Because I think if uh, mm. any student tormenting another student like that, I think mm. the same thing would happen. The outcome would have been the same. She'd have been expelled and probably charged with criminal charges. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be the race charge because it's like, I don't know. What I was like, I fucked up that honky's toothbrush. You know, like, yeah, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I, you know, I don't, I don't know care. if they, but yeah. this girl's in a perfect situation to capitalize she on this. Really she, she, she really is. She really doesn't. It's, she's really missing the boat I would here. go. I would go hire a Jewish lawyer yeah. and just make as much money as possible. And mm. I, I bet you their Jewish lawyers would be like, I'll do this pro bono Yeah, because I'm going to cash in here. Mm. Um, her video, though, that she, she posted a video where she was talking about it and they catapulted her experience into the news. Mm. Uh, there's a hashtag called Justice for Jazzy. Mm. which is the name she uses on Facebook. Mm. Um, so uh, the, uh, the head of the university said that he, ca- he, he called Ms. Brochu's behavior reprehensible mm. and said mm. that he was confident that the university had pursued the matter seriously. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just trying to cover his ass here to avoid yeah. a lawsuit. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't know. They're, he's claiming mm. the university did not try to suppress Ms. Rao in any way. Mm. However, 
Remains to be seen. Um, so I, I don't know. I wonder what would happen. If I was this girl, I would be playing up the race card as much as possible and try to cash in. Yeah, word. Dude, fuck college. Word. Doesn't yeah. do anything for you. It's useless now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just become a coder. You could learn Unity or coding. Yeah, do that. You could do that. No, you could take yeah. an online class and do it and make like fucking 150 yeah. a year. Unity is in a code. It's a language. Oh, yeah, it's a language. Right. Whatever. But I mean, you I can mean, learn. No, no, it's not a language. It's an engine. Oh, the Unity engine, yeah. yeah. But it's, don't you have to learn C++ how to program Unity? I mean, you, you can take learn classes. You learn how to learn it. C++. And, yeah. Then, yeah. and you could do that from like, a non, like Lynda.com. You don't need yeah. to go to college. Yeah. What's Lynda.com? It's like an online video tutorial okay. thing. Like yeah. online. It's not an online university, but it's like mm. you take tutorials. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Meow, there, meow, there's some meow. advice from D. Simon. Years okay. of experience here. All right, yeah. Nobody listens. <laughs> um, all right, well, I got one here. Yeah, Tell second you. story. <laughs> Former Smallville actress is second in command of sex cult under investigation for extorting beating and branding its members ooh yeah now that's quite a sex cult there and not like you know brand management but like cattle like, branding oh actual yeah, real branding actual real branding Smallville yeah. let, let me just yeah. let's just talk about that for a second now, was that a show yeah. that was Superman in high in school in the 90s yeah it was it was like in the no it was in the early aughts it was the early aughts and it was uh, Superman Clark Kent in high school who played uh, Superman then? Some fucking guy. Oh, okay. you know? no one famous. Yeah, no. It was a WB show, so oh, it was okay, like whatever. Right. I, I, I'm not. I'm no. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say I probably watched. It was like a. I watched at least six seasons of that show. Oh my god! Yeah, you must once, have been bored. Once I, yeah, once I start. Well, I was on methadone. Yeah, I mean, I was once you start say. watching, once I start watching a show. And I get like a season or two. I just have to keep watching it regardless. Though that show got so stupid that I actually did abandon it for the last like two seasons. I can imagine it got yeah. really stupid after the first episode. It um, was really dumb the whole time. <laughs> who, yeah. who was Lex Luthor also in high school? No, he was slightly older. Oh, okay. So he, he was, was like, like a senior. He was like in his early 20s, you know. Oh, but they right. were friends, you know, it was a thing. That's kind of weird though. A guy yeah. in his 20s hanging out with high schoolers. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, it was a little creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, my mom, I remember my mom, after she retired, started watching it. And she had all these questions. She'd be like, you know, hey, who's this bald guy on the Smallville? Mom, that's, that's Lex Luthor. It seems like him and Clark Kent are really good friends. Yeah, but they're not. All right. You know. But she had never seen the Christopher Reeve movies? I don't think so. No. God. She missed that one. <laughs> yeah. One with Richard Pryor is my favorite. Yep. That's well, a, I don't know, the second one was good. The, too. the second one's yeah. Yeah, the second it's one's odd. the kind of go to one. Yeah. Uh so former star of the hit series, let's not go nuts, hit series, um, has been identified as a high ranking member of a sex cult. New York Times last month broke the story about a secret sorority that brands women, puts them on starvation diets, and beats them if they don't recruit enough slaves slaves so is it wait so is there like a uh, like a patriarchal figure that just kind of controls these female slaves yes His wow Keith Rainier wow Rainieri or something now that's now that's the type of sex cult that uh, could be you know could be fun yeah could be a fun pastime yeah a, you know a hobby so the group called uh, DOS that not to be confused with the operating system. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. 
is reportedly a secret society for the highest ranking female members within the self-help group Nixivum. Nixivum. N-X-I-V-M. Is that an acronym? It's, I think it's a shitty 90s industrial band. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, it's like the secrets of NIM. Yeah, right. Uh, to, to outsiders, Nixivum is just a run-of-the-mill self-improvement group offering classes that teach answers to living a successful and fulfilling life, like EST, right? Remember or that? Scientology. Or Isn't Scient- the same thing? Or Scientology, yeah. EST was a little less... How do, wait, how do you spell EST? E-S-T. E-S-T, I don't know that one. That was one that was big in the 80s. Also a sex cult? No. No branding? No, it was just a really culty self-improvement pyramid scheme thing. Oh, okay. there's a, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those. That's yeah. why this, so this thing is probably the same thing. It's like, but why no male members? No, no, no. There, there are male members. Oh, there are male members. But this is a whole, there's a secret sorority of the high-ranking oh, female okay, members. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, ex-members say that Nixivum functions as a cult for people who have dedicated themselves full-time to founder Keith Ranieri and his teachings. I don't know how to say his name. Um, on and This guy... He looks kind of like a young Stephen King. He looks, he's got, yeah. you know. I, I saw a picture of him. He yeah. does look like a young Stephen King. Is he also mm. a science fiction He also kind of looks like the weird, long-haired scientist from Independence Day. <laughs> um, so. Wait, is he also a failed science fiction author? Or? No. No? No. Oh, okay. No. Um, actually, what he was um, is, um, before starting Nixivum, Ranieri helped run Consumers Byline Inc., a company which offered members discounts on groceries and other products. In the mid-1990s, the company was under investigation as a possible pyramid scheme. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. And then he's like, you know what? Let's do the same thing, but... Let's just amplify it and make it a sex cult and start branding and I'll have my female slaves as my protectors. He's a genius. Yeah. I mean, he's a genius. Um... On Wednesday, a former spokesman for the group, Frank Perlato, told The Sun that an Emmy Award-winning actress is a key recruiter uh, for DOS, Allison Mack, who played Clark Kent's sidekick, Chloe Sullivan, on the long-running CW series, Smallville. Ooh. Wait, was it she played Lois Lane? No, no, no. She played a a character that they just made up for the show. Was there a Lois in There was a Lois Lane, who didn't actually show up until, like, the fourth season. That's weird. The the love interest was Lana Lang, who is a Superman character. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was an early Superman. And so this girl was just interest. a friend. She was a friend, but she had the hots for Clark Kent. Mm. They did get together briefly at one point. Now, Chloe Sullivan, she was like the nerdy girl that was hot, but not too hot. So you could be like, any, you know, you could be like, yeah, I could, that's doable. So you she know? got some of the super dick? Uh, a little, uh, yeah, for a little while. You know? So do you, you know, think about that though. He's an alien, right? So yeah. if he if he comes inside of you, is it like molten cum? Like, could it like burn her from the inside? Or I mean, what if you swallow his seed? What happens to you? I mean, this has been a this has been a serious discussion with a lot of a lot of scholars. A, a lot, lot of, of people talk scholars, about this. You know, like would it just blow through her? You know, blow her head off like a fucking shotgun? Oh, you mean as soon as he shot out, yeah, yeah, like, like the ejaculate would just yeah, like yeah. shoot her? Head. Yeah, just that's ex- what I wonder about that. Explode. Like, if, like Superman fucks a human. Yeah, it probably would just obliterate the uterus. Just explode like a turkey in a microwave or something. You know. Well, maybe. And could a condom hold it back? Probably not. No. I don't know. If it was a lead condom, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> Don't get a kryptonite condom. No, no. It's an erectile dysfunction. Right, yeah. 
So anyway, but she was kind of like the attainable but still hot. Okay, so she's kind of nerdy, nerdy chick. Uh Nerdy friend. Yeah. So Pilato, the former member, says he was fired after one year when Rainier caught him investigating the company's financial records. Pilato claimed that Mac created DOS with the intention of turning it into a worldwide organization that would be a force for good and a female force against evil. Wait, a a female force against evil? Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. And that Mac introduced corporal punishment to the society. This guy, this guy wanted like a, a, a like a, uh, a like a, a troop of Amazonian soldiers. Yeah. To protect, he's like Gaddafi. Didn't Gaddafi have that? He did. Yeah, but with more spanking, you know. <laughs> uh, Ex members have detailed how only the most loyal members, female members, are offered the ability to try out for DOS. In order to join, prospective new members must allegedly turn over damning personal information as a show of trust. Like nudes and whatnot. That is Um, similar to Scientology. Right. And the information is actually used to keep members from speaking out about the horrifying reality of the group. DOS operates as a master-slave hierarchy with Rainier at the top and Mac as his immediate subordinate. From there, Mac has several slaves of her own who are then ordered to recruit a group of slaves themselves and it spreads down from there like a pyramid scheme. So when you say slave, are they all living in a compound or do they get to live in their own homes? Don't, don't mind me. I'm just going to be sort of masturbating in front of you right now. <laughs> I, mean, I was Is about okay? to say, you seem so turned I'm on like, by this. Oh you were like so God. into this. Yeah, I don't oh want to be harassed and have to write yeah. another Me Too uh, posting oh. here. Oh. Okay. So, but I don't get it though. I mean, are they like slaves that are on call and they implanted with a device or do they all live in this like, I'm picturing this like mm. pristine white compound and he just kind of like... You know, he rides a rap scooter with his robe over it, so it just looks right, like he's yeah. hovering everywhere. <laughs> like, is it like that? I like uh, the picture you're painting. I'll try, I'll try to work it into he's my... got a white robe. My fapping, if I can. Um, yeah, so women... You just wish you could be Rainier. Oh, God, I do. Women in the group are allegedly kept on a 500 to 800 calorie a day diet because Rainier likes thin women and believes fat <laughs> interferes with his energy levels. Well, I wonder if that's like the first rule of DOS. No fatties. Yeah, I think so. Slaves must immediately answer their masters anytime they text or call them, and if they do not recruit enough slaves of their own, they are beaten with a paddle on their buttocks. Oh my God, you got to be really yeah. into this now. Yeah, and if they do recruit enough slaves, they're also beaten with a paddle on their buttocks. <laughs> Just a lot of pe- so this guy's yeah. just a pervert. Yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah. he just has a sex cult. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, when women are deemed worthy to enter the group, they are ordered to strip at an initiation ceremony and then branded with a symbol that includes both Rainier and Max' initials. Jesus, this is a, so. How do, how do you convince someone to do this? I don't. It's it's. I don't get it. I mean, yeah. I, I imagine there's like a certain suggestive personality type mm. that you can find out, and they're probably trained to find that. But it's like I don't understand. You got to find a person happens. at the right, the low, the right low moment in their life. But even Manson wasn't branding them. That's true. I mean, that, that that's a thing. Like he this was guy, beating the shit out of them, though. But this guy sounds yeah. like he has more charisma than Manson. Manson had some charisma. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He was a hell of a songwriter. I mean, he was more of a pussy wizard. You know, but um, I think Manson's appeal was that he actually like kind of tapped into what women liked sexually 
psychologically and all this kind of stuff at a time when women when men were most men were like wait women have orgasms yeah like they didn't a, even know thing, you know yeah. that was a, a big part he uses of his hippie appeal. sex powers yeah yeah so women who perform well in dos may also invite be invited to join rainier's harem Ooh, that's the thing any mm. sex cult leader has to have a harem you gotta yeah. mac has the top position in the harem Miss Mac has proven capable in the recruitment department, replacing many aging harem members with younger, more nubile women. God, I am so jealous of this guy. Yeah. The, uh, the, in a previous statement, the uh, cult, or whatever it is, said, we will explore any and all legal remedies to correct these lies. <laughs> I love how it's like, yeah, join my harem. Mm. This is my self-help group. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'll brand you and have sex with you. Yeah, Mac has not been secretive about her work with Rainier. She, on her personal website, she describes how Rainier mentored her in her study of acting and music. As such, she has developed a deep connection to the nature of humanity as it relates to acting as an art form and a tool for personal evolution, her website states. Hmm. So, cuckoo banana town is basically what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I mean, this guy... How far away is this from uh, L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology? Same kind of thing. Less, the, uh, more sex, though. Yeah, definitely Way more sexier, sex, yeah. You know? Although L. Ron had a fair amount of sex, too. Because yeah. a lot of th Scientology, well, you would have to look at L. Ron Hubbard's teeth a lot and it'd just be like, you know what? I'm never going to have sex again. <laughs> have you ever seen that guy's teeth? It's like, oh my God, I got to quit smoking right now. You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um,. Yeah, so uh, in a widely circulated interview with Rainier, Mac is actually the woman asking the questions. In the video, he beams at Mac as he espouses his ideas. <laughs> yeah, man. God, I you know I just don't have that like unbridled ego that would allow me to be the leader of a sex cult. I wish I did. I just don't have it in me. I don't think I do either. I, I mean, I, I think there's, there's a large amount of consistency you have to have. And yeah. I'm, I'm a moody motherfucker. I change. Same with me. I'm I feel like the next day I'm, like, I'm fucking annoyed with all yeah, of yeah, you yeah. right now. I'm just going to play Assassin's Creed <laughs> with these brother. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, and then also earlier this week, former Dynasty star Catherine Oxenberg met with prosecutors in New York to speak with, speak about her daughter, India, who's Ooh. a member of the group. Um, also, if you don't want your daughter joining a cult, don't name her fucking India. <laughs> yeah, I was about you know? to say. It's, it sounds like she was born a cult member. Yeah. So, so is that what they do? They just go to like famous people's children? Who must be the easiest ones to convince to join a sex cult? Yeah, I think so. You know? Yeah. Oxenberg has been... I've spoken about the group and fears that her daughter is being starved and blackmailed. Mm. Yeah. But bam and there you go Babamo guys yeah. do they uh, do the slaves have to give all their money to the uh, the group I'm assuming that's not said because I'm wondering if they're like yeah. going after people who have no money or it's like nah we kind of want like the you know Hollywood uh, famous famous people's offspring who have a shitload of money trust funds give it all to me mm. and you become a member of my sex cult look collars are expensive you know yeah. I mean somebody's got to be giving them money so Wow. This God, the cheap. brand, though. This gear ain't cheap. Do you think they have, like, a whole ceremony that's kind of like stone cutters? Like, they have to wear, like, yeah. robes and just, like... Yeah. Like, brand them. Where does the brand go? Like, on their ass cheek? I don't know. They show pictures of it. I think it's maybe on the back of their neck or something. Wow. Yeah. 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 And it looks cool. It looks like a, you know, 
How you, you know, how you it can looks make like some kind of ruin. Letters to make yeah. a sigil kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Honestly, I, I tried to look at the website. It's not because uh, I'm like, I'm, I, so okay. What's the problem? Let's here? go to town here. Let's join. So what's the problem here? I guess women are being starved and blackmailed. Uh, I guess that is a problem. It's kind of a yeah. issue. I mean, if they're being star- I mean, if they're going there on their yeah. own accord to join yeah. this cult, I mean, can you really stop them? There's people that are joining Scientology. I think it's fucked up, but maybe yeah. those people think it's fine. I mean, uh, yeah, and paddling, it's like what, I'm, whatever. I mean, I guess if they're like trying to get money out of them, that's a problem. If they're being intimidated from leaving, that's a problem. But even branding, I don't know. I know bitches that hang from fucking hooks in their flesh. What I know like several Who women that have fuck? brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like whatever. God, so. I just think I'm too ugly and old probably to be a cult leader. Maybe not old, but I think I'm too ugly to be a cult leader. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Oh, okay, maybe I think, maybe I I do think it. you like the charisma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. probably it too. Yeah, I think that's it. The grading yeah. personality just yeah. doesn't seem to attract cult members. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. you know, D- David Koresh was fucking Brad Pitt or something, you know? Ah, but that guy could play. You know, that's the thing. I don't know how to play an acoustic guitar. I bet you yeah. this guy could play an acoustic guitar. Oh, sure, yeah. Rainier. He yeah, probably yeah. also has like a synth, like a synthesizer. Playing like old yeah. Toto songs. Yeah, yeah. Singing them perfectly. God, I don't have <laughs> yeah. that. That's charisma. Mm. Anyway. Um, I de- all I know is I've definitely, I've, I've met, I, look, I've masturbated to Allison Mack before. <laughs> you know? I'm coming forward. I'm not afraid to come forward. I don't care, you know? Me too. Hashtag me too. Um, um, we have one more story to get to. Third story here came in from Shauna. Shauna, longtime listener from Canada. She says, talk about a Chinese fire drill gone wrong. Where did that term come from? What's the etymology of Chinese fire drill? I forget drill? what that is. Chinese telephone is something. What's Chinese fire drill? It's like when you're uh, driving a car and you're like, the people in the front seat go to the back seat and you switch like at, at an intersection when you stop at a light you're like Chinese fire drill and everyone like switches seats I've never fucking heard of that in my life you've never heard no it's no. a thing they do that it's for fun or because one of them's drunk I do not know oh, okay. I, I don't know what it, where it came yeah. from but I, it's just it sounds kind of like I mean it sounds like a, it was like a, an old term that wasn't racist in the 50s when they used it right yeah but now it's extremely racist I'm not sure maybe that's what Chinese people do yeah. I don't know oh, I've got a Chinaman's chance of figuring this one out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alberta family abducted by naked kidnappers frightened and baffled mm. I guess that's uh, the reaction I probably would yeah. have a bunch what? of naked kidnappers come over. I'd be frightened, probably a little baffled. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> that would be my reaction, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it depends on what they look like. And if they're attractive, I mean, if it was like Rainier's DOS members coming and kidnapping me, yeah, I might be all right with that. Mm-hmm. I'd still be a little baffled. Uh, so an Alberta family allegedly kidnapped by a group of naked neighbors uh, who may have unknowingly drank some hallucinogenic tea Say it was a frightening experience. That's a hell of a of a of a lead there. Mm. Wow, there's a lot a lot going on here. Family kidnapped mm. by a group of naked people who are high on some hallucinogenic tea. Mm. Yeah, a lot, a lot to uh, to digest there. Yeah. Uh, the family members say until they learn more facts about what happened, they really don't know how to feel about the ordeal. Mm. Not quite sure about that either. I mean, it is kind of weird. The weird thing is, is they actually knew the kidnappers. So uh, they're, at this point, they're reluctant to share their experience because of the ongoing court case. But they told the uh, Canadian press 
they knew the, they knew the accused as neighbors. They're all members of the same Jehovah's Witness Church. My God. That's the problem right there. Yeah. Now, that's a weird religion. That's what I don't, happens. They're not, is that a cult? That's what happens when you don't celebrate birthdays. Exactly. You know, you end up fucking running around in the, in the nude in the snow, kidnapping <laughs> other people. Drinking mushroom tea. Yeah. So you don't get a birthday to do that. Yeah. But you know, Jehovah's Witnesses, they're kind of like, well, it's not a cult, but more or less. It's weird. I kind of feel all yeah. religions are kind of cultish. They are. You know, they're all kind of weird. Uh, you know, I dated a, a girl in high school that was Jehovah's Witness. Hmm. And uh, I remember this. Like, we were, we would go, and she was, that was the one thing, too. She was just like, just a deviant. Hmm. She would do whatever. She wouldn't have regular sex because she didn't want to lose her virginity. Hmm. She'd do everything else. Yeah, yeah, know yeah. everything else. Hmm. But I remember, like, uh, we have... She was a Jehovah's Witness? She was, her family oh, okay. is Jehovah's Witness, yeah. and I guess so she was. Um, but we were supposed to go to homecoming. <laughs> And uh, I was like all set for homecoming. She was you all ready for homecoming. You could fuck me in the ass. You could fuck me in the ass, but don't throw me a birthday party, whatever you do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we were supposed to go to homecoming. I was like, had the suit and everything. I was all ready to go. It was like my junior or senior year. And uh, yeah, she stood me up. Like she never showed up. And uh. I was just like, I wonder what happened. Her parents found out that she was going to go to homecoming mm. and like locked her in the house. Hmm. And so I was like, you know, I wasn't devastated, but I was just like, oh, fuck this. Mm. So I just kind of stayed home, and then I went out to uh, the party afterwards. Mm. And she had snuck out and mm. went with friends to this party afterwards to come meet us. Burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but, I mean, she came and met us, yeah, and yeah. then we ended up, like, hooking up that mm. night okay. like, in my car. Mm. But she was like, I'm sorry. It's just I'm a Jehovah's Witness, and we mm. can't go to homecoming. Mm. And I was just like, what, what the fuck kind of religion are you? Yeah, you, yeah. you don't fucking have birthday parties? No Christmas? Yeah. They don't even do Christmas. I don't get it. Did you it's ask weird. her what Jehovah looks like? <laughs> yeah, you've seen Jehovah. Yeah. What does he look like? Yeah. <laughs> She's like Ron Jeremy. Mm. Um, when one of the female accused showed up at the family's home, uh, this is, they're south of Edmonton, that's where they live. Uh, she was clothed, but acting frantic. So mm. the family, you know, they knew this person as their neighbor, and they thought there must be some kind of an emergency. So they went outside uh, and when they went outside, there were four other people with her who were completely nude. They were just naked. Mm. And so what the naked people did, they grabbed the family. It was a, a, a father, a mother, and a, a, a young child. And they forced them into the BMW that was parked outside in their driveway. The man, the father here, was allegedly put in the trunk, and his daughter and her baby were in the car with the others. Mm. So the daughter and the baby were in the car with the naked people, father in the trunk. Mm. Uh, while the car is being driven, the family said the man, um, the father here, managed to jump out of the trunk. Mm. So he, uh, they, I don't know, maybe kicked the trunk open. The car slowed down, and then the woman and her baby that managed to get away. So I'm not mm. quite sure what happened here. But I imagine, like, uh, have you ever tried to drive with a head full of mushroos or acid? You ever yeah. done that? Yes. It's not, it's not fun. No. I remember thinking I was driving. Like, I thought I was driving across town. We didn't even leave my driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just sitting in my driveway the whole time. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, sitting there yeah, thinking yeah. I was driving. Yeah. Had my hands on the steering wheel. Yeah. And then we walk out. I'm like, whoa, we're back where we started. They're like, no, actually, we never left. Yeah. I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> Another time, I remember uh, I was, like, we were tripping in the park. And it was one of those things where we took it, went to the park, took it, and it was fine until we left. And, like, mid-driving, I was like, I'm okay. Mm. I'm okay. 
And I started looking around and I felt like I was in some kind of diorama. <laughs> like everything was, and I'm just kind of driving through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moral of the story is you should be driving on acid. No. So I'm assuming here, these people probably were just like mm. all over the road, not mm. even driving, probably driving like three miles an hour. Yeah. So the mother and her baby, she just opened the door and just kind of got out. Also, I don't know why you'd kidnap, well, I don't know why you'd kidnap a baby, you know? Well, Whenever I, I'm in a situation where I'm around the baby, I feel like I've been kidnapped by the baby. You know? Because they have to deal with the baby. They dom- they're dominating fucking force in your, whatever you're doing. You know, it's and Plus, annoying. it's also like they're fucking high maintenance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you gotta go buy baby food. And screaming at you. And screaming. Yeah. yeah. The weird thing about this is this all occurred in Edmonton, which mm. is fucking cold, dude. It was like two degrees Celsius. I'm not quite sure what that is, but like, what is that, 20 degree Fahrenheit? Two degrees Celsius? Yeah. That's a little above freezing. Okay, so you're yeah. butt naked in a car, hmm. and it's, it's just weird. No, it's, it's like sucks, a whole yeah. family, yeah, no, butt naked, good. like a father, a mother, and the two and the two teenage daughters hmm. all naked in the car. All right. So, um, the uh, the man who had jumped out of the trunk, hmm. his daughter and her, and her child, were then picked up by a passerby who drove by in the truck, but then the car rammed into the truck and both cars went off the road hmm. so the the police showed up and they said they arrived at the scene of the crash and they took five people the five people into custody three adults a man and two women are facing charges of kidnapping resisting arrest and mischief um the we and then they're explaining how uh i guess the guy whose truck got rammed said that like the people jumped out were resisting yeah. arrest and the cops had to like Throw them down in the snow, like knees yeah. in the back. I mean, yeah. they're all butt naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, and yeah. like, handcuff them. Yeah. Uh, two teenage girls were also in the car. Were I love, I love charges. mischief. You know, it's like you're charged with kidnapping and grievous assault, and also mischief. You scamp. You know, what are you doing out there? Come I always on. figure like the, like the Hamburglar just right, got yeah, charged yeah. with mischief, yeah. but that's why he was always released. You know. Yeah. Um. No one was injured, surprisingly. Uh, the father of the girls, these are the people, the neighbors mm. that, that were high, uh, all hopped up on the mushrooms. Mm. Uh, the father of girls, ages 13, 15, has said his daughters and their mother were having breakfast Monday morning with another couple when they all decided just to have some tea that mm. the couple had brought back from a trip overseas. Mm. The father said the tea was from India, but the family that was kidnapped said one of the cues had traveled to Thailand. Mm. So it was actually Thai tea. Okay. So I don't know if you've had uh, the Thai tea. I've had Thai iced tea. I mean, I got some the other night. Did you uh, get naked, start trying to abduct people? No. No, yeah. it's just it's a lot of condensed milk in there, but, you know. The father's like, he's saying, good. I don't know what happened. I was completely out of control. It's absolutely crazy. Hmm. He says it's a scary thought thinking, let's try this tea that we purchased. <laughs> and then I'll sit down thinking that we're just going to have a nice morning. And then we end up in this circumstance. Herp derp. He said the girls. Right. Who are also naked at the don't remember anything. Mm, right. So uh, the Mounties, I love mm-hmm. how the Canadian cops just called Mounties, yeah. uh, have, have said that they're, they're not sure if they're investigating whether it's a hallucinogenic tea that motivated the alleged crime, mm. but they have said that drugs and alcohol played a role. You know, yeah. I love how they're trying to like innocently play this off. It's like, oh, we got this weird tea from Thailand. Mm. I think they put bath salts in their Kool-Aid. And then force the whole family to drink it. Fucking oh, yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses are weird, dude. They do shit like that. That's true. Why yeah. do you think they call themselves Jehovah's Witnesses? Um, because they fucking they're tripping their balls off and think they see God. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, yeah. Bath salts and Kool Aid. Yeah, that's. That, I think that's called Sharkleberry Finn. <laughs> it's a flavor. All hopped up on Sharkleberry. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, people send your story to sickroundpodcasthotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next, but first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. to your sex life, go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we got here is from uh, this uh, English guy named Waxer. He's been a long-time listener. But what's funny about this guy is, you know, okay, dude, I get to the calls as, as diligently as possible. We get a lot of calls on this show. Sometimes some make it, some don't. And that that's the beauty of the Patreon page is because now we can play a lot of the backlog of calls. But anyway... Waxer's not too happy ah. that uh, he's none too pleased that we have right. that we haven't been playing his calls. Okay, all right. Yeah. Sick and father fucking wrong. Ian Harrison, good morning. Uh, it's Waxer here. I trust you're all well. I don't know why I bother ringing the fucking sick and wrong hotline anymore. No one ever <laughs> bothers checking the fucking messages. Anyway, uh, I'm only ringing up to. Uh... As soon as I hear his voice, I'm like, let's just put that yeah. in the recycle bin. <laughs> I'm going to Mr. Uh, delete, command table, D. Table, yep. that one. Um, whine a bit, you know, limey, whiny. Uh, but also to congratulate you on your Patreon, hmm. um, your Patreon extras that you've got. And for anybody who does not yet subscribe, I strongly recommend it. The story this week with the fucking dead rat, the diarrhea and the, and the gut, <laughs> quite exceptional. Bravo, boys. I got to say, it was funny, like after, I think towards the end of that story that we did for the Patreon, yeah. you're just like, God damn, that was a good story. Yeah, we should have done it as a, as a as main a, As a main yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, last week, mm. I was, because I was going to San Francisco, we recorded in advance and I yeah. did Fistful of Steel. So Steel kind of took the, uh, the, the place of the stories for the week. Mm. Uh, but that one was yeah, great. Right, that was yeah. a great one. It was yeah. like this guy, yeah. um, this guy had like claimed that he had a sex like a sex doll made of human flesh yeah. up in his uh in his in his closet but it was actually just his dead girlfriend <laughs> yeah 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 that he had like hollowed out and been fucking yeah yeah it's it was a pretty amazing story <laughs> but uh, yeah but rat. if you go to the patreon page we post it you know because that's what we do we do mm. uh three stories here and then you do one patreon story mm. so that was the patreon story of the week uh, bravo uh an exceptional story and one I feel is uh, just right for your Patreon feed. Uh, that's it, really. I trust you've all gotten over Halloween and uh, got that foulness out of your bloodstream. Uh, back to the usual shit. Looking forward to the run-up to Christmas and all the fucking American bollocks to do with... Um, uh, what's it called? Um, we eat turkeys and that. 
before Christmas, weirdly. Thanksgiving. Or yeah. whatever that is. You eat turkeys on Sunday, and then you'll go nuts and go out and buy lots of fucking electronics, which are completely overpriced. Yeah, uh, Black Friday. Yeah. And fight over them. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> anyway. Thank you. We're very proud of Black Friday. And <laughs> yeah, Black Friday, it's a yeah. special holiday. And the turkey holiday, which is called a Turkey McGibbons Day. Oh, God, I hate that holiday. Mm-hmm. You know you know what's funny about this, uh, our holiday-obsessed culture that we have yeah. here? I was in Rite Aid, and uh, I was you know, the right up the street here, and I was like buying beer. I look over, you got on the left side, you got all this Halloween fucking shit, masks, Halloween candy, and all this stuff. On the, on the right side, fucking already have Christmas shit. Yeah, sure. This is like a month ago. Yeah. What the fuck? The, oh. It's it's the corporations, it's these companies that 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 fuel this this fury. Corporations, man, they're doing it to yeah. you, man. Also, this all this fucking pumpkin spice bullshit needs to stop. Uh, it needs I, to stop. I just, I mean, I that's like the thing. It. It's like I feel like yeah. you shouldn't have Christmas shit like lights and all that stuff for sale until I don't know, maybe November first, mid-November. Whatever. You know what I would like, though? A pumpkin spice enema. <laughs> I feel like that'd actually be pretty invigorating. What about pumpkin spice lube? Nah. I'm now surprised they haven't done that. They probably do. Now you're using the Maybe old sick noodle. and wrongs. Good old-fashioned mm-hmm. pumpkin spice lube. They could also find a way to somehow make it warm. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever figured that out. Hi. Lots of love from Limeyland. Bye. Okay. Yeah, okay, Mr. Guy Fox Day. Yeah, yeah. What'd you do for that? Yeah. Although I gotta say Guy Fox Day is, is much cooler than Thanksgiving. It is, yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like fuck, go bomb some buildings or something. Blow some fireworks. <laughs> right. Wear, wear that vendetta V from Vendetta mask. It's weird about that mask. That was never a thing before that graphic novel. It wasn't? People never wore Guy Fox masks. At least is what I've heard. On Guy oh, I Fox thought that Day. was a thing. I no, thought they wore a mask. The, the face of global protest, which is now that mask. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, anonymous some mask. Just fucking shit Alan Moore thought up in the 80s. I had no idea. Yeah. I always thought that was like a thing yeah. that the uh, the Brits all did. Apparently not. Wow. I mean, it just, they had the holiday. I don't think anybody wore fucking masks, you know? Hmm. Yeah. So. Gotta say, it's cooler than Thanksgiving, though. Yeah. Well, thank you, Waxer. And uh, yeah, people, go check out the Patreon. We, uh, I have been trying to... Uh, Post at least a couple outtakes. We got ne- we have some extra phone calls, and we have an extra story every week. And then uh, Harrison's actually been doing the you've been doing like a a dramatic reading <laughs> of that fan fiction called yeah. Co-hosts, and it's you've released what the first three chapters uh, audiobook. Yeah, I'm releasing it in chunks, and uh, it's it's part of a new little project I'm toying with called uh, Sick and Wrong Fan Fiction Theater. Fan fiction theater. Yeah. There you go. We're so, doing audiobooks of fan fiction. People so if you go to Patreon and yeah. you sign up for the $5 yeah. and up, you get, a, yeah. you get access to all that stuff. Um, we got another call here from, uh, it's a two-parter actually, from you know that Batman villain guy. The world's most ineffectual Batman. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I was yeah. trying to think of like, which Batman villain would yeah. he be? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe the Riddler. He kind of sounds like the Riddler. Right. But the Riddler is probably a little more effective than he is. Yeah. I don't know. Just Did, was there a was there a rotundo? Yeah, if the Riddler just left angry voicemails for Batman, you know, <laughs> was there no a rotundo follow-ups? Batman villain like a Batman villain that was a rotundo, like uh, a evil t- Corky or something? Because t- t- <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture of this guy that yeah, kind of looked like that evil okay, Corky yeah. here. There was Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> you know, that wasn't was... Batman. 
They, no, they were basically the big fat guys from Alice in Wonderland, but they oh, were okay. also Batman villains. You know, oh, so, all right, all right. Yeah, uh-huh, so. Batman villain here again. AD, sorry I had to take a real phone call instead of whatever you're doing, whatever kind of porn star podcasting you're doing. So you want to be bad. You want to... But what does he mean by that, a podcast porn star? I have no idea. I don't it know. It sounds kind of fun. Yeah, it does sound I'm interested good. in that. I go for it. So, what's your net worth? What is it like? Eh, a Prius and a podcast? <laughs> Are you even over a million dollars? Can you own a house? Can you own two? Can you own three? You can't even own a dog. You have a hairless cat. You can't even hair beard. <laughs> cat doesn't even have hair. It's shit. Well, he's cutting me to the bone yeah. here. Ooh, Ooh. Burn. God, it's like salt on the wounds. You know, somebody once told me, because this is like the kind of like Trump idea of like, well, your value as a human being is defined by your net worth, you know, <laughs> that these guys kind of have. And somebody told me how to like deal with this once, how to deal with like an alpha, an alpha. You, ever you have think a guy this tw- guy's an alpha? No, no, no. He is an internet tough guy. He's an internet tough guy. I think he fancies himself an alpha because... Yeah, he probably yeah. does. So, so every now and then you'll meet a guy at a party or something. You'll be in a conversation with a bunch of people and a guy will try to alpha you. Like he'll be like... He'll try to like neg you a little bit in a conversation with a bunch of people just to kind of like test you a little bit. Not enough to be like... So you'd be like, what the fuck? But enough to be like, what is this guy doing? You know? I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's happened before. Or somebody kind of just like you know sh- throws some shade on you in a in a douchey way, and always what you do with these guys is you ask them how much money do you make, and wasn't well, that what he's kind of doing to me? That is kind of what he's doing to you. Yeah. But the thing is, is that with these guys, it's never enough. Whatever they're making, it's never enough in their eyes. You know. Oh, so wait. So, so if you ask them, yeah, that like that's yeah, that's yeah. that's going to reveal their insecurity. Yeah. yeah. And I tried this once and it worked. Just really? Shut the fucking guy up. Yeah, because it's you like... you think the guy made more money and I'm than fucking you? Un- yeah, I was about to say, dude, I make you have food no stamps. I no money. I'm unemployed. <laughs> I'm on food stamps. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, too. It's like... Oh, I- tell me about your IRA, douchebag. I don't give a fuck. You know? I'm not going to get into pissing match about yeah, yeah, this because yeah. I honestly mm. couldn't give a shit. Right, yeah. But it is kind of funny to me that the, mm. you get these like internet tough guys like, what's mm. your net worth? Mm. You don't know what, what kind of car I drive? It's like, mm. dude, yeah, fucking, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I have a mm. Prius and I have a hairless cat. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. sure. You saw um, Glenn, Gl- Gary, Glenn Ross in high school. You thought it was cool, whatever. You know, like... Uh, although speaking of net worth, have you seen how much that Patreon is these days? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's cooking up. There you go. It's cooking up some shit. Getting up know. towards that goal. Right. Anyway, that's how you shut down an elf. <laughs> because even if you're an unemployed fucking retard like me, whatever they make, whatever car they drive, it's it's not enough in their eyes. They're not doing enough. I just think it's so. funny that the guys like sitting here ripping on you or, mm-hmm. making some, or trying to dominate you or whatever mm-hmm. in conversation. You're mm-hmm. just like, how much money do you make, sir? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird question anyway. Well, it's, I did, I would never do that normally because as Jews, we're taught, like, oh, that's rude. You know, do that. Well, yeah, it is. You know, it, yeah. Like, Jews never do that. But, Irishmen uh, don't care. They'll Irish just ask people, each other how much they make. You know, well, you know, it's like fighting words the yeah. Irish. Yeah. Ted, get hair for your cat. <laughs> and you don't want to fuck with me because you're small. You're light. 
Kane, you're just a little douchebag who has to get tattoos to make himself happy. <laughs> Internet tough guy. Don't you think this guy, this guy reminds me of, uh, remember that kid that was driving around Santa Barbara that shot all those people up? Yeah. That shot all those women? Yeah, it's like his YouTube manifesto. That Elliot yeah. Rogers. Just, Elliot Rogers. That's, is that his name? Elliot yeah, Rogers? Yeah, yeah. That's if, When I think of this guy, just yeah. hearing his voice too, it's like, yeah. you go get tattoos to make yourself happy yeah it's like i just picture him to be like this this yeah. incel yeah. and I, I mean sure this guy might have gotten laid one hapless yeah. female that was drunk at a party yeah. ended up like sucking his yeah. dick or something i'm sure it happened at least once yeah but uh yeah this guy is an involuntary <laughs> celibate he hasn't gotten laid a long time and yeah. he's a bitter motherfucker to yeah. the point that he listens to a podcast yeah. an hour and a half every week so he can get angry mm. and get on the internet and call up and fight with a podcast host. You know, like, yeah, come on, dude. He probably drives around town in a in an Escalade SUV, listening to Steve Winwood, like that Santa Barbara kid. <laughs> Give me a higher love. Well, <laughs> how old do you think this 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 guy is? I'm thinking early twenties, maybe mid twenties. Really? You think I'd so? say mid twenties. Yeah, I'd say I'd say thirties. I'd say 30s. I'm mid-20s. I'm sure his dad's like an ophthalmologist or something. Yeah, He's got yeah, like yeah. a lot of money. Probably, mm. you know, they probably pay for his apartment, yeah. um, you know, or, or whatever. Maybe he even still lives yeah. at home. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. He, yeah, he probably like, yeah. his dad's yeah. like, you want the Mercedes Benz, son? Just yeah. keep it. And so yeah. he drives around the Benz, listens yeah. to Steve Winwood or the Spin Doctors, right. and just hates women because they don't like to talk to him, yeah. and then just hates Jewish podcast hosts. He does. Yeah. <laughs> So he calls in with a part two. Yeah. All right. Well, hold so, on. Yeah. We're not done with this. Oh, it's still going? Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, that was the on. end. I don't wear sweatpants. I get pussy whenever I want it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> guy. You're that guy beat the shit out of high school. And... Fuckhead. Is this, <laughs> is this Biff from Back to the Future? I think this is Biff from Back to the Future. What, what do yeah, you think he beat the? What, what do you think he beat the shit out of in high school? Yeah, like, I mean, who's whose ass is this guy kicking? Some kid with cerebral palsy. <laughs> <laughs> punching. That's called punching down. Yeah, I'm sure this guy beat the mm. shit out of that cerebral palsy mm. kid. Just a terrible thing mm. to do, by the way. You talk funny. <laughs> so he calls in with a part two here. Okay, here we go. Howdy, it's the Batman villain. Indy, you're about to get it because it's going to cut deep. Oh, shit. This is like the Batman villain that buys Alex Jones supplements. <laughs> <you know? laughs> He's got Alex. Yeah, he probably yeah, buy. Yeah, he probably yeah. actually has an InfoWars t-shirt. Mm. He doesn't wear sweatpants. He mm. wears InfoWars t-shirts. Mm. You say I don't get pussy, but I get good pussy. You get broken goth girl pussy who doesn't even know what's going on in the world. <laughs> I do whatever I want. And if I don't want... See, Gotta now say, he's starting to sound more like a Batman villain. Yeah, he never really I do whatever I want. Yeah. I do whatever I want. I do whatever I want. I you grab him by the me. pussy. Yeah. Yeah, Corky the Batman villain. Mm. Um, mm. That's the one thing, though, dude. Don't knock the goth pussy. You know, There's nothing wrong with goth oh, it's pussy. Great. Yeah, it's like, uh, I think both me and Harrison actually kind of prefer that. here's the that. thing. It's not even like, oh, I'm, you know, like, hey, I think it's kind of hot. I did come of age in the 80s, whatever. <laughs> but it's an indicator of what people are willing to do. Exactly. That's what it is. You want a fun girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goth. I mean, yeah. you might have to deal with some bullshit, but yeah. at the same time. Yeah. However, I, I got to say, there's a certain type like, of guy. If you want a woman that like you wake up in the morning and then you, you know, 
she fucks you in the ass with a strap on and then you turn around and fuck her in the ass <laughs> that's where you're going with this you know so I'd like of, to see this guy have that happen please yeah a lot of like sodomy mm. reciprocation mm. going on yeah, there yeah, yeah. always yeah. a good thing mm. but you gotta say there's there's something to be said <laughs> there's a certain type of guy that brags about uh, pussy <laughs> first yeah, of all yeah. the guy that even says that like oh yeah. the type of pussy I get you know is not yeah. getting any pussy oh well I met two, type, <laughs> two types of guys that do that uh, guys who yeah, aren't getting any kind of pussy yeah. they brag about what great pussy they get and it's usually on the internet or something and this counts as being on the internet well it, um, I think podcast, it's never something you'd say in person yeah. because it'd be like you'd be why you know? Well, because it would you, become apparent how stupid you were if you well, actually said it out loud and posted to somebody. If you're bragging about, if you, if you get a lot of pussy, mm. you don't need to brag about it. You don't no, need to boast about you don't, it. You wouldn't. You yeah, wouldn't. You would never do it because you don't want to jinx it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I did have a friend of mine who was like, he was in a band. He was in a kind of popular band, and yeah, he toured around. He slept with a lot of chicks, you know. And in, it, I remember in an internet comment war with somebody who was demeaning his band he's like I've gotten the best pussy and you know what he was probably right he's also a huge narcissist and a, and a lunatic yeah so there's this some of that too probably that, a bit of possible. an exaggeration but you're right yeah. though the, you know there's a couple different I think there's mm. three types of dudes mm. okay. that brag about pussy okay. so there's the one guy that's not getting pussy mm. the second guy mm. who's uh, who's the second guy that fits in your uh just, just the the uh, the the just the narcissistic the prick. retaliatory the the knee jerk reaction narcissist. Oh, okay, he throws so, it out there as like a, it, but it's still an insecurity. It stems from an insecurity. I think so. And then I think the third is the repressed homosexual. Ah, okay. so I'm I'm wondering here which 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 uh, the Batman Corky the Batman villain yeah. fits into. I yeah. think personally, steam is coming out of this guy's ears right now, like. <laughs> Like Bluto from Popeye. You know? I think personally... This guy's Bluto from Popeye also. He has a fetish yeah. for tattooed Jews. Mm. Tattooed Jewish men. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like he, he obsessively listens to this podcast with, mm. a, with a, a jar, an open jar of Vaseline. Mm. Maybe some Adam and Eve lube because he doesn't like yeah. to support the show a bit. Yeah. And then just listens to it and mm. it's the sound of my voice mm. that actually uh, makes him achieve orgasm. Well, I mean, look, I don't have that many tattoos, but, sir, I will come over to your house and masturbate in front of you if you want me to. <laughs> You're going to pull Louis C.K.? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> you could be like, you know, I have issues. Yeah, yeah. I have lots of issues. <laughs> I have issues. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think Corky can relate to that. Freud Laven. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I Harvey Weinstein it. <laughs> Can I pay it off? Wait, wait, you gotta rewind that. What okay. was he saying? Yeah, I missed that. Wanna do it? Harvard and Wine. Wait, sorry. Alright. I do whatever I want. And if I don't want to do it, Harvard and Weinstein it. Okay, he's doing a shtick here. Oh, wait, wait. So he's saying, I get pussy whenever I want. Even if I don't want it, I can just Harvey Weinstein it. Yeah, he can force it. Alright. He's, okay. Yeah. I'm, I now I now I don't think he's being earnest. You know, if that guy moves, mm. like uh, moves to a new home or something, mm. I would never take his potted plants. Like if he's like, yeah, do you guys yeah. want? Do you want my potted plant? Yeah. I'd be like, dude, keep your potted plant. Oh, you think that's what he meant by Harvey Weinsteining it? Yeah, I think he jacks off in a lot of plants. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> okay, hey, guys. Yeah, okay. Can I pay it off? So, yeah. You're sad. You're horrible. Did he just call us Badoff, like minor Badoff? The 
I'm not quite sure. I thought he said goodnight, Adolf. Oh, okay. I was like, that's weird. Here's a little hipster who isn't hip. You're a hipster doofus. And then he started eating... Wait, was he changing the Steve Winwood tape? He was. So like a Huey yeah. Lewis? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Put on the Huey Lewis in the news there, a little power <laughs> of love. That's what's going on. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand that. A hipster doofus? You know what's weird? That's actually something that um, some woman, I remember on Seinfeld, some woman that was dating uh, Kramer accused him, being a, uh, accused him of being a hipster doofus. A hipster doofus? Yeah. I always find that funny when someone's like, you're such a hipster, D. And it's like, dude, I'm fucking 42 years old. I'm too old to be hip. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm not a hipster. I think a hipster would probably be what, like late 20s, early 30s? I don't, I don't think, I think hipster is, is a word that doesn't mean anything anymore. uh, So the word's just kind of gone It doesn't mean, yeah. Like it's it's yeah. kind of run its course. Yeah. And it's just sort of done. Yeah. Yeah. Travel back in time to when that board meant something. You could say I'm an aging hipster, though. I, I could I could see that if you're like you're a sad aging hipster. Sure, it's I get a, that. It's a valid criticism. <laughs> That's a valid criticism. That works. Yeah. But doofus, dude, come on. Yeah. You could do better than that, there, yeah. Corky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that we just threw all this fuel on the fire. Yeah. His ears are steaming. He's gonna like call back with early another angry response yeah. <laughs> anyway we gotta make some theme music for this dude evil corky <laughs> i'm taking you down evil corky you destroyed harvey dent and, and and masturbated into my potted plant i'll do whatever i want yeah <laughs> <laughs> well life goes on yeah yeah now we have one more call <laughs> Thank you, Batman Villain, for that. Okay, uh, right. This guy, no. this guy's great. Mm. Unfortunately, I think he's calling us while he's driving in a wind tunnel yeah. and and having oral mm. sex mm. with like a uh, sheep or something. But I, I can't really tell. It's, <laughs> so the vocal qualities and all the, the audio qualities and all, all that right. great. But yeah. the 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 call itself is good. All right. So I'm in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee, driving through. Just goes out of my parents' house. 20-something hour drive. I've probably listened to about 17 episodes of the podcast now. I've been compelled to finally call in after listening to the godforsaken fuckhole of the show for the past, like, nine years. And because I, I heard the drunk guy's story, and I was like, I can do better than that. But also, you guys were talking about selling underwear, and this and the next story will reveal more about my character than I can ever say. But... Basically, the when were we talking about selling underwear? Our I underwear? Think it was, no, I think it was like the there was like a an um, a overweight girl that was stealing yeah that was stealing thong panties from another girl, and then we were like, oh, he's she's selling them, and then this other guy was like. Wait a minute, should I start selling my underwear to gay guys on the internet? Oh, that's yeah. what we were talking about. Yeah, okay, so I remember that. That was right. the topic. We a lot of the guys in there. They like to. Um, they don't, at least in my experience, they're very flamboyant with their their, their activities. If they want something, they're going to make it known very uh, quickly, and you know they're going to make it aware. Also, if there's just a fucking wind tunnel noise, then sorry, but you got to deal. And um, so. 
hold on a second. He was saying like gay guys are very forthcoming with what they want. Is that what he said? I think so, yeah. Okay, so gay men are very forthcoming with what they want, right. blah, blah. Okay, yeah. all right. Is this guy a gay guy? It doesn't sound like it. I, I, yeah, I don't know. You never know these days. And for context here, because you really needed to appreciate the uh, final product that I uh, cumbersomely created. I have really, really terrible uh, anxiety, so... I mean, look, I understand you're on the go. You don't have to pull the fucking car over, for fuck's sake. You know, roll the window up. Get like, off what your motorcycle. Fuck? Don't call us from your motorcycle. <laughs> you think he's right? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's like the wind out of a motorcycle. Mm. Oh, pretty, pretty sweaty all the time. But when I work out, it's just fucking terrible. Just soaking through shirts. Bring two shirts to the gym type of shit. Real terrible. What? If you, do you ever have worked with a couple guys like that? They're yeah. just fucking sweaty. I mean, yeah. it could be like our office yeah. is pretty... Yeah, I mean, they have like air conditioning. Well, I mean, everything is cold. Yeah. It's like these guys... Mm. And they're not even fat guys. Yeah. It's like it's like a skinny yeah. guy. Like a mm. tall skinny guy. Just, just sweaty and all clammy. Like mm. you shake his hand, his hand's all clammy. I mean, nothing against Tennessee. I like Tennessee. I've never met a guy from Tennessee that wasn't sweaty, so... <laughs> Where all the, the Tennessee... The, yeah. the, the, the Tennessee residents are all sweaty. The ones I've met. Yeah, you know, right. so. that makes sense. There you go. Mm-hmm. This dude would basically, and he would get really specific down to whether or not, and that's when you, uh, at least for me, I would start to charge more. Because the guy is telling me, hey, dude, I don't want you to wipe your ass for three days, but I want you to work out three days in a row and don't change these fucking undies. Then, I mean, it can get pretty fucking gnarly. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Some gay guys are very into the musk of a man. The musk the, of a man, the, yeah. The, 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 the just like, you know, uh, a compounded musk of a man. My brother told me that a lot of guys... <laughs> that's, that's a fragrance. Right? The <laughs> compounded, compounded musk, musk of a man. Of a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my brother told me that a lot of guys... Klein. At uh, at his uh, bar, like they mm. don't like deodorant. Mm. Like the, like you should if you're mm. really a leather daddy and you're mm. wearing a leather vest, you're going to think you're not supposed to wear deodorant or mm. cologne of any kind. Right. And like if you're really going to like turn on some of these guys, you don't bathe for a couple of days before you go to the bar. So it's like that man musk that yeah. you want, you okay. know. Batman villain knows what we're talking about. Right. The the scent is just pungent. It's it's like a high school locker room for football players on like fucking steroids, man. It's something special. But who just crawled out of someone's asshole like a baby? <laughs> you know. Also, wait. So yeah. this guy sells his mantis. Yeah. He's like just selling mm. his mantis, and he gets <clears throat> specific orders. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Yeah, you usually get around thirty-five. Always a pair, just bring in a Ziploc baggie similar to a drug deal, and uh, you hand them over. And unfortunately, I ended up asking one of the guys what he did with them. And you know, um, some people get their rocks off by beating their meat with other guys' undies in their mouth, and you know, that's totally fucking groovy. Play drug yeah, I think this yeah. dude probably is a gay guy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, if you if you're already going out of your way to pay, buy, you might as well make it a cum rag, you know. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You, you know? Well, he was saying that the dude wants to put like the 
the odorous mantis in right, his well, mouth while he's jacking off. That's just horrible. Yeah. yeah. But they, but so... Uh, but hey, whatever. You, you know, know what? I got to say, this guy is uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah. And more power to you, sir. Make some money when you can. Yeah. 35 bucks for a pair of soiled drawers. Yeah. Why not? That's great. You know, I've I've known a, like mm. probably several several women that have been in the self mm. like you know mm. the the panties for sale market, mm. and some of the requests can be very specific. Mm. A lot of it is uh, period panties. Hmm. They like the period panty yeah. okay. smell. You know, sure. I mean, it makes sense. But that's interesting. Thirty five bucks. You know, Harrison, uh, mm. you don't have a job. Why wouldn't you uh, look into this? How, where do they stand on skid marks? <laughs> like where are we? Where are we do, do you charge extra for that? Yeah, or is that? Is that? Yeah, how does that work? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, I wonder if like dudes are like, I need yeah. about four inch skid marks yeah. and a couple yellow stains. I'm taking iron iron supplements right now. So. <laughs> Things are a little. I have anemia. Wow. Right, yeah. yeah, that's that's gnarly, man. Yes, it is. That is not, but hey, you know what? More power to you, dude. Make your money. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, 35 bucks for a pair of underwear. All you do is work out and then just like put them in a Ziploc bag and sell them. What I wonder about though is how do you advertise your wares? Like on Craigslist? Like what? Or Etsy? Do you have an Etsy store? I don't know. It's like what, where do you sell your, uh, your soiled mantis? Mm. Oh, who knows? Somebody should make an Etsy for that. They probably, he probably does have yeah. an Etsy store. And maybe we'll call back and tell us. Anyway, people call Sick Wrong Hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, Patreon, best way to support the show. It really is. That's our big thing now. It's like we keep promoting the Patreon. But it is kind of fun. It's like Harrison's having fun doing this. It's like yeah. one of his favorite pastimes. <laughs> Posting shit to the Patreon page. But yeah, we're, we're trying to make a concerted effort here to add all the extra stuff. Like Scrambling extra story. for content. Yeah. Extra phone calls, mm -hmm. extra outtakes. Mm -hmm. uh, the outtakes last week were pretty cool. Uh, Harrison was kind of going into a whole discourse about rope bondage. Right. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong and sign up. And uh, right now, you mm -hmm. can listen to the first three chapters of co-hosts mm -hmm. uh, read by the narrator, Harrison himself. Mm -hmm. And if you uh, copy the Patreon RSS feed mm. into your iPod podcast player, you can actually listen to it. It's it also downloads gonna, the feed. It also has to involve me doing terrible impersonations of Steel and Wackerly. So, oh wow, what yeah. what's your impersonation of Steel? I ha I got to work on it a little bit. Like, you know, can you believe these broads? You know, with the tranny bathrooms. That actually doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. What, okay. What, what about Wackerly? Can you do Wackerly? I got to listen to him again. Well, kinda, yeah. It's kind of hard because it's like. He he's kind of got a high-pitched cackle. Yeah, yeah he's got a high-pitched... It's like kind of sounds like you, a little less nasally, but a little higher. It's a little, He's got know, like a high-pitched cackle. It's tough, to, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough one yeah. to master. I haven't mastered He was the yet. villain of the story, he isn't he? He's the villain, yeah. He's the villain of the I, story. He just spoiled it. Well, I mean, whatever. Actually, no, it's right away. The people, the, it's, yeah, been, yeah, yeah. it's been posted the Patreon okay, page yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah okay. So I mean, a lot of people checked it out. But okay. it's this This is going to be great. So you, you released the first it. three chapters. So yeah, yeah. patreon.com slash sick and It's my first foray into audiobooks. How oh, nice. There you go. Mm. Uh, we've also, we also have a Redbubble store if you want to buy mm. some sick and wrong merch. Just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the picture of the Pope. And uh, you can like buy some of our older t-shirts. We actually have a couple new designs coming up soon. Uh, finally here, the sick and wrong song of the week. Another musician died. Another mus musician that I've always respected, actually, uh, Chuck Mosley. He was the former vocalist for uh, 
funk metal band Faith No More. He died at the age of 57 this past Thursday. Mm. I mean, that's the thing with uh, Faith No More. It's like, obviously, it got a lot more famous when Mike Patton joined the band. Right. But I kind of like the Mosley albums. You know, uh, like Introduce Yourself. It's a pretty cool record. Sorry. Um, <laughs> according to a statement released by his family, the cause of death was related to, due to the disease of addiction. Right. So he died from uh, some complications from that. I guess the guy was always kind of struggling to fight for sobriety. Uh, he joined Faith No More in 1983, and he sang on the band's first two studio albums, 1985's We Care A Lot and 1987's Introduce Yourself. Uh, in the process, he helped pioneer the genre of California funk metal. If that's a good thing, I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think, were part of that. Yeah, I'm glad they so, took it in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. Um, although Chili Peppers are way worse than Faith No More. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. Well, well, I mean, Faith yeah. No More, you know. After, I actually like Faith No More. Yeah, well, yeah, like Angel Patton, Dust is a fucking fantastic record. record. You know? That's it's a great one, record. It's still, to this day, a thing I listen to. So anyway, Chuck Mosley, rest in peace. We're going to end the show here with Faith No More's uh, We Care A Lot, which is a catchy tune that uh, Chuck Mosley sang for. Uh, people will be back next week with uh, episode 610. Until then, take a Susie.
Hey, this is Patton Bill. Dean, my house is in Vail, Colorado. You should know that by the caller ID. So if you want to complain about expensive stuff and being a loser, complain to yourself.